What's up, guys? If you haven't heard about Anchor, it's the easiest way to make a podcast. Let me explain. First of all, it's completely free. Not only is it free, but there are also creation tools that allow you to record and edit your podcast right from your phone or computer. Also, they'll be able to distribute your podcast for you on all the famous platforms, Spotify, Apple Podcasts, and many more. If you guys are creatives and want to get after it, I highly suggest using Anchor. I want you guys to lay back. Ooh, lay back. Look how privileged you guys are. I can't lay back because I have a goddamn wall behind me. <laughs> well, me we're, we're playing war. Let me fix that set. Right. Man, put your sword away. Yeah, stop sword fighting, you two. <laughs> God damn it. This isn't the bathroom. All right. <laughs> so what's your intro? <laughs> okay. Let's hear it. Close your eyes. Okay, we'll close our eyes. I'm closing my eyes. All right, I want so you. I can see. <laughs> I want you to picture this. You're out in Yosemite. Yosemite. What? No, keep going. Keep going. All right. You're out in Yosemite with the boys. The boys. The boys. You're out right in the middle of the woods. Mm. Residential who? Yeah, that's right. Pure nature, baby. Start to collect the firewood. Chop it up. Chop, chop. Put it in. In a reverse cone shape. Perfectly set up for you to torch but and ignite. It's currently 9.30 p.m. On the way to 2 a.m. But not quite. Now. The fire is rolling getting hot. Marshmallows. The boys gather around. The boys. A small table appears. <gasps> what is that? Catan, you say. Hmm. Oh my god. Do you hear that? It's, it's the chill beats to study to in the background. Playing off my Bluetooth speech. Shout out to Chill Cow. Yes. We're all sitting there. Making moves, rolling dice, enjoying the time with the boys. The boys. And that's what this whole podcast is about. Nothing but vibes. That's right. Now you may open your eyes and just take in what you just imagined because that's what the stew is like 24 <laughs> 7. And we love it. I feel like I wow. just went through a 30-minute meditation session or just said prayer at the table, the <laughs> dinner table. There you go. That did, Amen. That, uh, that did kind of have like a vague similarity to it, like in terms of the way energy. I guess Are you, you a magic say. man? Oh, I am, dude. I am. Um, visit my ASMR channel. I am. I am. <laughs> anyway, welcome back. Episode number four, six, which? 46. Yes, that's exactly it. They're for like those episode you, four for and those of six? you that know how to count. <laughs> Congratulations. <laughs> but yeah. That was a great uh start. I felt like we need we needed a little chill moment. I was about to take a nap. Good. Download the calm app. <laughs> Drake would disagree. <laughs> this is sponsored sponsor by of the, call. the day. <laughs> <laughs> Aren't you sick of those ads? There's so oh, my favorite one is like the um 
the the Knights of Tunisia or whatever it is, what? and this guy comes on. It, they're all on YouTube. Like they're these thirty second long ads. And this guy's like, "I'm here to enchant you and take you back to a night of romance and intelligent." conversations yeah and you're just like damn you're feel like so fucking sharp is this a meditation right app no. yeah it's called yeah. calm yeah. I, know, I know of the app i just didn't know they had yeah they yeah, like, like the way like it was advertised was that guy's voice yeah he, i forget i forget what he's doing he's Tell like you a little story of, no a little fable about <laughs> you know like yeah they have him like, and then they have one of those uh ph- they have like a philosopher dude that you like to listen to and i'm forgetting his name oh it's alan a, watts jr no, I'm just <laughs> Alan Watts Jr. He he's alive. His son is apparently. who like Eckhart Tolle. I I don't remember. It's this Indian gentleman, and he's like, "Let me guide you through the world." Oh, this is the one with like the Gucci the glasses, right? What? No, 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 no. no, no. It's just it's an audio. Guy. Different it's just guy, an audio guy. spectrum. I don't know what you're okay. talking about. This guy's like, "Let me my let me guide you through a world of the mind." Remember how we were discussing how valuable YouTube premium is and oh, yeah. none of us have it? Okay. <laughs> Wait a minute. Wait a minute. We need to discuss Only this. Only $12 a month. Look, listen. I don't know what it is, to be honest, but like it's the most used platform and I still don't want to. I swear to God. There's just something about it starting as free for a very long time and then we saw the ads grow and I'm like, you know what? The more the ads grow, the more I don't want to pay for it. <laughs> Screw yeah, that. like now they have the two, the two, uh, one out of two ads thing, and then you got to watch two of them. Mm-hmm. And if you don't skip the first one, they automatically force you to watch the second one. Which I'm like, why do they even give you the option to skip in the first place? That's true. Just force you to watch the two. Dude, hitting that skip button is the most satisfying thing in the world. You're like, fuck that other ad. Fuck I'm not that watching that. Yeah, dude, it gives you five I'm seconds. I'm not a to goddamn meditate. consumer. I'm a producer. Oh As I consume this next YouTube video. Mm hmm. Shout out to the guy vacuuming in the hallway. Yeah. What the hell's going on? Dude. Someone's currently someone's vacuuming so hard. Someone's cleaning their own stew outside. Damn, dude. You guys trying to get all Yeah, clean. but I mean, like, we all watch YouTube Premium. And I mean, are but in you, your households, do you guys still pay for, like, cable? Like, or satellite? Like, unfortunately, digital, yes. Like, a mm. Cox or um, what's the other one? DirecTV? Dish. Okay, okay, I don't know. That's the, that was the Bless immature you. part of me. Bless you. But, what, you, you're afraid of the word Cox? No, I'm not afraid of it. It's just funny because it's a company. But anyway. Um, a shitty company at that. Yeah, I get you. But no, uh, I think we, we canceled all of cable and we just got like multiple streaming services. That makes the most sense. Yeah. And don't you end up saving the most money yeah. at the yeah. end of the day if you just do that? Because like, why do yeah, I want to replace a remote? Why do I want ah, Good Lord. Why do I want to replace a cable box? <laughs> like, why do I need to get that satellite dish installed on the top of my house? When I have an internet connection, I get everything I want in premium HD or 4K. Why do I need to deal with the shittiest customer service that exists on the entire planet? They have some awful customer service. Who, who, Cox? No, just cable uh, companies in general. Well, yeah, of course. They don't want you to leave. Of course. They try so hard to get you to sign up. They're just going to let you leave? Hell no. I remember like way back in the day though when Cox just dominated everybody else though. Like this was before DirecTV took off really. Like at least in our house we had Cox and that was the shit. Like they had all the good channels. (laughs) They streamed so well. Try not to laugh. And then all of a sudden DirecTV came in real strong with their four button, (laughs) the four color button remote. I'm sorry, what? We're way too immature, bro. <laughs> no, I'm telling you right now, Cox was the shit, and you wanted it in your house. 
They're the best cable provider. Cox brought you everything you needed. Oh, my God, dude. It was just so funny the way he said it. In my house. It was he just <laughs> emphasizes it. In my house, we had Cox. <laughs> He's not wrong. He's not wrong. <laughs> Done, dude. That was literally the immature part of me was just like, don't laugh. I'm sweating. I'm sweating <laughs> and I'm crying. <laughs> I can't breathe. <laughs> what is it, dude? What is it? It's like, it's it's that oh and farts. They always get me, dude. No matter what, I feel like I'm gonna I'm be literally like crying one day, and I'm still gonna laugh with my Fuck. son. Yeah, of course. It's <sighs> like, uh, did you just see on Joe Rogan's podcast? I believe his name is David Cho. Uh, the really artistic, like creative guy, just had on had some really crazy stories where, um. Like one of the stories he was describing, I forget which country, but he went to go live amongst like some, I guess you could consider them like tribal-ish people. But Indigenous. they Indigenous? Yeah, and but they still made contact with the outside world if yeah. they needed money for food and whatnot. But he was describing like four in the morning, like just somebody would rip ass and then everybody in the teepee would start laughing. Exactly. <laughs> He's like, all they're doing is telling jokes, shooting the shit and ripping ass all day. And like... <laughs> And that's the best part. It will never yeah. not be funny. He's yeah. like, it was an entire time of just fucking around with the boys. <laughs> Seriously. And then he ran around for like 20 plus miles all day just trying to find some food. Yeah, but dude, man, I love boys. <laughs> that sounded wrong. Okay, Biden. <laughs> but like, you know, I love the boys. You know, the boys. Oh my God. The boys. Yeah. The like boys. boys time is just like, it's just raunchy, bro. And it's just funny. And it's a, it's a nice late night of just pure... Like, if you actually think about it, you're like, dude, that is the stupidest stuff you could possibly do. This but you get the best laughs out but of that. Yeah, dude, it's priceless. It's just like, I don't know, man. Especially when, like, you just turn on, like, a... Like, a like the lighthouse? No, like the like a jammy-ass song. Jesus Christ. I'm still laughing that you guys thought <laughs> we have cars. <laughs> yeah, no, I didn't think that. It's just... Your you did your tone. The fact that you <laughs> kept that emphasizing it and saying it multiple times. Why over. did you think I kept doing that? Yeah, I, know. I know. Laughing. I know. That shit was funny. Oh god. Um, yeah, dude. Oh man. You know we're gonna turn into a bunch of story time YouTubers because I mean, we got stories for days. Yeah, we got stories to tell. Some things to share, for sure. Mm -hmm. Some are gonna be harrowing. Some might be funny. Some might make you cry. Okay. Who would like to kick us off? I feel like you have a story prepared. I do, and it's a it's a long one, so I didn't know if you wanted to save it towards the end. I could summarize it really quick. Like I could just say, "Oh, this." No, this, I don't this, want you to like summarize it really quick. But like, all right, yeah. you can take my my story time. Oh, I can take your story time. If it's generous. a really good one. All right. Well, that is very generous. Well, I'll I'll give you the fly by night synopsis, or just like the total summary of it. So uh, I almost died in Hawaii when I was much younger, probably like 10, I think, 10 or 11 years old. And um, it all was because we went on a snorkeling trip. Hmm. Almost drowned? I will get to that, okay. how it happened. <laughs> it just ruined the story. Damn it, damn it. So... It all starts at the dock, right? Um, mm -hmm. Everybody's loading up. They're teaching people basic safety stuff where all the, the um, life jackets are and everything else on the boat. Like, if this flips, like, just letting you know, like, all the life rafts and everything else, all that basic, like, safety shit that they have to go mm -hmm. over. 
And right as we're starting to board, we're like passing the captain and the co-captain. And they're just talking like, hey, did you see that weather report? And I didn't catch this. My dad did. He told me later. And he's like, he's like, yeah, did you see that weather report? He's like, yeah, like, he's like uh, nine to 12 foot seas. It's rough. Jesus. That's very rough. And the guy was like, think we can handle it? He's like, yeah, of course. Like, that's nothing. We're on a 24-foot boat, which is nothing for that weather. Nine to 12-foot seas. And it's a um, dinghy isn't really the right word. It's more of like a pontoon boat where it's got those big inflatable tubes Mm -hmm. on the side. And uh, it's massive. It's badass. Like, super, super badass. They can take pretty much anything, really. And I think there was like 24-ish people on the boat. So it's crowded. Mm. It's packed. So we hear that. My dad's thinking to himself, he's like, fuck, should, like, should we even do this? Mm-hmm. Because he's been out and sees like that. He knows how rough it can get. He's like, you know what? These guys know what they're doing. They've lived here f- forever, essentially. Like, mm-hmm. yeah. l- let's just trust them, right? So we get out there. We blast over to, I think, uh, the first island's like, it's like Molokini, if I remember correctly. And it's beautiful. Mm-hmm. Like, just neon blue, electric water. Beautiful fish are swimming around you. My dad told me there was fish that were bigger than me swimming next to me, and I had no idea. Holy shit. Yeah. The monster fish just on the surface cruising wow. around. Then uh, we all hop back in, and he's like, all right, everybody, like we're going to go head over to the other spot. Just letting you know, once we get past this point, like this point, it's going to get rough. So just letting everybody know to be prepared. So... Let me give you some, like, information as to where we're sitting on this, right? I'm sitting right in front of the center console, which is where the uh, captain is driving the boat. Mm -hmm. And um, I'm wedged up against the wall, like, of the center console, squished there by an Indian man and his wife. And uh, they were very, very nice. They did not speak a lot of English, but they did tell me that they don't know how to swim. Excellent choice. And they of went activity. on a snorkeling trip and did not know how to swim. I think you need that. It's yeah. a little important. It's kind of the whole thing. It's kind of, so I'm sitting there immediately in front of me, right? Because I'm in the walkway. That's where my legs are. Uh, is my dad sitting on the pontoon of the boat, which is a rough ass ride, no matter the seas. Yeah. Like it's going to be harsh. And then my mom and my sister are somewhere in the back, safe in this, like, in a normal chair, right? There's so many people on the front of the boat. So the front of the boat is very nose-heavy, right? And then we start to blast out. It's cool, calm seas, like, one to three foot-ish swells, very mellow for the majority of it. Big rollers, so mm-hmm. very long, drawn out. And he turns on... I knew the moment we were fucked was when he started playing Enter Sandman by Metallica before we went around the edge. I'm like, oh, this is... He needs to amp himself up for this. Like, he needs to get excited. Like, he needs to be focused, and this is his music. I'm like, God, we're in for a ride. Good choice, though. So, another little tidbit of information he told us earlier. He's like, oh, once we get past that point, that's where they're really known to have, like, tiger sharks. Nice. And Makos, which are some of the most aggressive sharks on the planet. We're like, oh, fantastic. And everybody hears that, but they kind of blow it out of their mind. They're like, whatever, you know. We get past this point, and for 
one minute the swells are like four to eight feet which is rough and now they're not far apart they're very close together mm. so you're riding up and down these things and i'm like okay like whatever yeah this isn't like anything i haven't done before but it's still not fun then i shit it's like poseidon snapped his fingers and then all of the sudden all hell broke loose and we had waves taller than two-story houses coming at us. What the hell, dude? What were you thinking at that yeah, moment? Yeah, 9 to 12-foot seas was closer to 12 to 16 feet oh high. Oh, my God, dude. You guys are in a 24-foot 20, 20 boat. <laughs> I, know, I, know, I know Logan's the wave, reaction. The waves are half the length in terms of height, right? Are half the length, if not more, than the boat. Imagine how that Indian couple felt. Dude, no, no. They're no. like, Fuck, dude, we're going to have to swim. I'm, I'm, getting, I'm getting to them. They, <laughs> they definitely <laughs> resurfaced. You want to see story. Logan's reaction? <laughs> I am a head out. <laughs> <laughs> it just flies out. No, my reaction was Gloria, Padre, Hijo, Espíritu Santo, Amen. Adios, amigos. <laughs> when you saw that two story house? Dude, I'm not kidding. Like, you had to look like you had to look up at them. Are you fucking kidding to me? To see the top, I'm not kidding. You had to look up at to see the top of them. Wow. Yeah, there was points where like you were going up and the waves started to crest as we were going over it. So the boat is completely <laughs> vertical at this point, and it started falling back. And holy shit, that co-captain is goddamn Spider-Man because he ran up the deck of the boat, which is vertical, starting to fall backwards. And he jumped on the top and hung his body weight over the front of it, and that was enough to swing it back down. Yeah, dude. He did that a couple times. Here's the thing. I, I think the, the ocean is beautiful. It's magnificent. But I respect the fuck out of oh, it. Oh, you better. And if I was in that situation, I would be terrified. Oh, it, yeah. yeah. I wasn't having a great time. Yeah, dude. The ocean scares the crap out of me, especially at night. Yeah. I mean, my poor dad, too. My dad's on the pontoon. Oh, yeah. Going over, <laughs> no, just riding. Oh, when you ride on a pontoon, by the way, for the viewers, so it's like a tube that you're sitting on, right? Yeah. He had to lean on it. He had to lean on it and then hold on like he's a jockey on a horse, <laughs> like just like this, praying to God he doesn't fall off. Yeah. And my dad's petrified because he knows this is really bad. <laughs> like, yeah. So the boat, like I said, the boat's starting to tilt back. Homeboy swings it back over. I'm not kidding, dude. There was two ladies in the front of the boat that were rather large to put it. I'm trying to be nice. They were trying to be PC. Yeah. They were rather large individuals in the front of the, like the very front of the boat, which I think the captain kind of put them there strategically as like a means to keep the weight oh of the nose God, down. I'm not dude. kidding. Damn. I'm very serious. You That's too. funny. I like front, you were doing No, he did that. Like, actually, he was like, please, like. Well, logically, it makes sense. Yeah. Funny. Logan Come was on. doing math at that age, dude. That's crazy. <laughs> but technically but i mean those girls in the front were laughing their asses off like oh my god this is so much fun i'm like you don't even know how he, close you are to dying here's my question how many people were terrified and how many people were happy like them like just out of sheer ignorance the majority were terrified the ones that didn't know were having a great time mm -hmm. yeah which is hilarious ignorance definitely is bliss and that move then that moment proved it to me a hundred percent and um Oh, yeah, the Indian couple, or the Indian man that was squishing me into the seat, like, they were giggling. They're like, oh, my gosh, this is so, so much fun. I love, -story I love Universal wins. Studios. Dude, it, because, I mean, like, if you didn't know how dangerous that situation is, it's like a roller coaster. Mm -hmm. I mean, you're going up, and you're completely sideways. Like, just imagine, 
you're sitting on a chair and then all of a sudden you're like this <laughs> just like and the, the sky is this way and then the water is that way. wow that's you're terrifying whoa dude. yeah and i don't think those ladies ever really looked behind them because like if they did they would have looked back and seen like a 16 foot or better yet when you're going over the wave you don't really fall over it or like go over the crest until you're halfway up so that's like a that's like a what a 20 24 foot drop that you're just drop. looking over Ooh. it's a good ass fall for you to think about your life decisions dude you're yeah. gonna have those ladies had a minute to th or not a minute literally but like a second to think before they hit the water yeah if they fall from that high that's literally like so, jumping out of a two-story window wow you're pretty much airborne for a couple seconds yeah before they just skadoosh in the water down below Oof. But we're going, and that's like the main worry. We're going to capsize. Mm -hmm. it, like this is—it's inevitable in my brain at that moment. Which first thought is, okay, we're not that far from land. Granted, we're like three or four miles, which is far. But like, definitely, if you go slow, you could swim it. Yeah, but you also have sharks. You have sharks. You have current to fight against, which that's some of the strongest in the channels, which is right around that area. The waves alone. Are enormous you're basically going up and down a small building every couple seconds God. right it's windy as hell the waves are crashing in certain areas so now you're having a two-story house fall on you like it, it was rough <laughs> and you motherfuckers don't know how to swim yeah good luck you want to know what they're only if we went over you know what the only thing saving them was hmm. a thin little swim ring that they had tied around them at all times. That shit would have come off so fast yeah, if we went would have been ripped off or something. So fast. And I got a, there's a couple more add-ons to the story. So we reach this point where we're cruising along, like going through this shit. And then we get to a cave. And the whole thing is like snorkeling and cave tour. You got to go see like really cool parts of the island. And on a normal day, this would have been a really cool experience. You back into the cave. Uh, the, there's like obviously some movement going on, and then the sides of the caves are these volcanically uh, crafted sharp angles, mm. like ninety degree, really sharp. Just like looks like boxes coming out of the wall, or like corners of boxes. Yeah. And the guy was like, "Yeah, those are razor sharp, big negative." And he's like, "If we just touch one of those with our pontoon, this thing's going down, and we're all gonna have to deal with this." <laughs> and he announced it. While we were in the cave. Nice. Yeah. We were in there for a while, too. Like, definitely over a minute. He was yeah. just like, isn't this crazy? And we're all like, get the fuck yeah, out of here, dude. Leave. Go. Jeez, dude. <laughs> we want none of this situation. Right? Just horrible. Oh, even better. Go out of that cave, and then finally we get to a, a calm spot, which is still the four to eight foot waves now. Or four to six, realistically. And um, the occasional eight. But now we're in those waters where it's still, like, going over some shit, but it's definitely smoother than it was before. <laughs> like, <laughs> and all of a sudden, the engine stops. Hmm. And now my immediate thought is, fuck. <laughs> this is not good. This is truly a shit show this hasn't This could not be any worse. Yeah, it turns out we got wrapped up in some fishing line. Of course. And the uh, propeller got locked up. Oh. So now we have the co-captain with a pair of, like, really foggy-ass goggles <laughs> and a knife 
going in there like Rambo just jumping into the water and he's working at this with all of these conditions going on. And luckily he got it loose. And then the captain just took off to a much smoother part, like one to two foot waves in a cove. And everybody, he's like, all right, everybody, go ahead, get out. And the thing that pissed me off was he started playing Tiny Bubbles. Do you know that song? It's no. like it's a, like a, a Hawaiian-ish white people kind of song. This guy comes on, he's like, Tiny Bubbles. <laughs> and then the background singers, Tiny Bubbles makes me feel fine, makes me feel fine. I'm like, really? Wait, here's oh my, my question. That's what you're putting on. Here's my question. Why did they decide to... To take the like, use the green light on this. Why did they decide to go through with it? I don't think they thought it was going to be that bad. Well, they they took like a, they had an estimated guess of like how even the nine to twelve is still rough. But like, granted, if you're a smart captain, and you know how to navigate that, which they did, thank God, you can get through it. And it's like a really fun. It it seems fun, but it's like rough as hell. Like if you're inexperienced and you go out and do that, you're probably gonna capsize for sure. Mm. At the same time, they are the seas, they're unpredictable, so. Yeah, but I mean, these guys have been doing it for 10, yeah. 15 plus years. Mm -hmm. They're experienced. So luckily they were able to get us through that, but we jump out at this cove, right? And we're swimming, and the main reason we even stopped was um, one, to give people a break. Cause, I yeah, mean, fucking seriously. If you don't have sea legs going through that, oh, you're in for a rough day. Some people definitely got seasick. And um, we're in this little cove, and the only reason we stopped was because we saw this uh, dolphin that had a really messed up bill or something. Like, it got caught in a fishing trap, and it snapped, like, its nose down. So it was, like, this really droopy, sad dolphin, and everybody's <laughs> like, let's go look at it. It's in the wild. It's not SeaWorld. So we get out, and everybody's just, like, cruising around. And I'm just looking at the sand because Hawaii is so beautiful. Like, mm -hmm. the water's immaculately clear unless you're over by, like, the really gross overpopulated beaches or, like, tourist beaches, right? Um, and all of a sudden, just I see what I thought. It literally just looked like a mossy rock <laughs> started floating underneath me about, like six to like, six inches away from my body probably. And I freak out immediately. Like, I think it's some enormous, fuck? some big animal or something that I don't want to be near. Yeah. But, um, like, something just kind of, like, I was petrified by fear, really. But then when I realized what it was, it's just, like, an enormous weight got lifted off of me. And it was this huge sea turtle. You were just oh, like, ah. Oh. Just float, like, so, just cruising. Six inches under me, into view. And I just get to watch him turn and... Glide away. Here's your gift Under for the almost water. dying. Yeah. It was like, oh. oh. Well, I think we're going to be okay the rest of this trip. That was a good story. I think we're going to be okay. Star, yeah. That ending. Yeah, seriously. Mm -hmm. It was nice. A sea turtle. How many times do you get to see a fucking sea turtle swim under you? This close. Like, yeah. super, super close. Did you touch it? No. It did not touch me. But it got about as close as you could get without touching me. <laughs> He's just cruising, man. I've never been to Hawaii. Curious. I would recommend people go to Hawaii just because it's so beautiful, but at the same time, like, people need to stop going there because they keep fucking it up. Yeah. Oh, wow. What dude. a shame. Yeah. Dang, dude. Yeah, we kind of ruined a lot of that island's beauty. But that's sick. I'm going to sound like a stupid, a stupid howdy when I say this, which is a Hawaiian for, I believe, basically just white person. How do you say it? Howdy. Howdy? It's like Auli or I forget how they pronounce it exactly. Howdy. Yeah. 
But anyways, my point is, um, it's like I wanted to move there for years as a kid. Like ever since I was like six or seven, I always wanted like my little plot. But then you do more research into it and you're like, oh, there's all these like millionaire slash billionaire high-end millionaire slash billionaire types that just build these insane houses where they get marble imported from Italy and all this shit. And then it turns out, oh, yeah, they only stay, like, two weeks out of the year. So lavish for what, what fucking like, reason? Like, dude, just fucking ravishing all these stunning coastlines, ruining it for everybody and the natives that are there. I can't uh, it's, stand that. Uh, it's got to, oh, my God, it's got to drive them up a, a wall, the natives. I feel mm. so bad for them. I'm like, I reached the conclusion, I'm like, I don't want to be that guy. Yeah, I don't want to. You know, there's so many other beautiful places that you could move to that have that are untouched, and you're not really going to disrupt a culture that much if you move there. Yeah, and I'm like, I would rather just do that and then visit. You know, visit every couple years. Just be like, all right, now now we're back. <laughs> now we're at the spiritual home, the spiritual home, as you can say. <laughs> yes. Um, What's your story, Mister Guru? Mister Meditation Guru. What story should I tell? Should I tell? One I don't. I don't tell know the funniest your fucking story you have. Zade? Oh, you have you stories including me. No, that'll inflate his ego too much. That's already oh. inflated. It'll pop soon. Don't worry. Mr. Zade popping. <laughs> what is it? Tony Poppins. Yeah, Tony Poppins. Yeah, we need to bring back Tony Poppins. <laughs> Tony I want a. I want a Tony Poppins hoodie. Yeah. We'll definitely get one. Yeah, yeah. 100%. Some dumb shit. Like down quote the line, of mine. Tony Poppins. <laughs> You ain't popping if you ain't Tony. That's <laughs> have my face on it though. <laughs> well, if you want to think of it, do you have a story that you could tell? No, I'm not good at telling stories. Why not? Stories? Just because I'm not a I'm not a good storyteller. Damn. There's dude. some things I'm good at, some things I'm not. Damn, I don't like the the fact that you just gave up on it. Not even willing to try. Well, honestly, I can't even think of any. You don't have right any now. stories of triumph or or downfall or anything. No, the point is, it's going to take me too long to think about them. And that's going to take too long for our listeners. So I can tell you a story that who gives a fuck about my stories be relatable to a lot of people, and it really pissed me off. All right, let's hear it. And I quit school for a year because of it. Really? Oh wow! Yeah. All right, let's hear it. All right. Why Saeed quit school? Yes. For one year. Three hundred three hundred sixty-five days. Yeah. So sixty-six if it's a leap year. Nine months. You know that phase <laughs> when you start to take communication uh, communication classes, right? Communication, yes. Communication, bro. Communication is checked. No, what's it called? Communication classes, like speech, uh, public speaking. That kind of I stuff. just finished one of those up last semester, and it was the biggest load of yeah. shit I've ever experienced. Yeah. Uh, the teacher was lovely. Yeah. I love her to death. Super, super nice. Genuinely interested in the topic. Just a bullshit class. Yeah. It's just. Yeah. I mean, even she, she kind yeah. of like. Mm -hmm. I mean, but you get it. It's part of the GE. Yeah, it's necessary. Awesome. Yeah. It's Calm 219 awesome. or whatever. Anyway, I had this, like, what seemed to be a fun professor at the, at the very beginning, right? Everything was cool. Um, you know, you can eat in the class as long as you did great. And he saw improvement within your, like, public speaking, things like that. So every week or every uh, session we were having, we would have to actually present something. Every session. Mm -hmm. So it got very tiring. So uh, what we used to do was every session we'd walk into class, we would have a new group every time. So you're constantly engaging with other humans, mm. right? Since uh, the class is huge, that makes sense. Throughout the semester, you would have met everyone 
on a deeper level. Smart idea. Yeah, smart idea. I was like, all right, dude, this guy's cool. We're vibing, right? Um, I'm doing great in the class. Um, I was one of the one of the best rated, highest, um, like uh, confident. I guess you could say. You had you like had I a didn't good have amount as much nervousness as you had people. a lot of charisma. There you go. You got the charisma. Gusto. You got the ha. stuff. You ha. got the sauce. You know, hey. You, you got what I they am. want. <laughs> but yeah, but and then uh, there was other people that were just like they couldn't even say their name properly. You know, <laughs> they're just terrified. They're like, what? Uh, I forgot what my paper is. And I'm like, it's in your hand. You know, <laughs> like, I feel, I, <laughs> come on, buddy, so, you're 22. That's so rough, man. I, yeah. it's so sad to see people. It's like crazy, that. dude. Because when we're sitting on the table, they talk fine, but then all of a sudden, it's just, even though you know everyone, you're still kind of like Public nervous speaking, and scared, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But um, anyway, I would help these people, or like uh, like my fellow colleagues and stuff, right? I would help them and just, you know, just be a good sport about it, and you know, not make fun of it. But I put in a lot of work, dude, and I stayed there. It was a what sixteen week course. I was in the eighth week at this point, right? A lot of work has been done. A lot of writing. A lot of late night thinking. Mm-hmm. Things like that. Okay, I've submitted over thirty assignments. God, and yeah, <laughs> eight weeks. Yes, I'm Jesus, like, I'm done, this guy's dude. a tyrant. Because we had to do research, and then we had to do like um, some new vocab index cards. And like some other stuff in line, and then classwork as well with a group. So every week we have a group project. Like it was just a lot of work, but you knew it was worth it because you were getting taught the right way, I guess you could say. Whatever. But now we get to the curriculum. So in his class, it says if you are late once, you are excused. The second time, I will mark it down. Okay. If you're absent once, you're excused. If you're absent twice, you drop. That's it. A grade level? No. Just completely drop the class. He'll drop you. If you're absent twice? Yes. Twice in a row or just twice? Twice. Oh. Yeah, this Wait, guy really what? is a tyrant. Yeah. That's the stupidest thing I've ever heard in my life. Wow. Yeah. How do they even allow yeah. that? Very strict. I don't know. It's one of, he, he was one of those professors that have been at that school for like 36 years. Oh, so he just gets the right just of way, I guess. gets the okay with everything, gets to yell Ten years. and touch Dude, I wonder how many kids got axed because of that rule. Probably a lot over the years, Fuck. you know? And I hate that. I hate that stuff. You know, when professors try to touch your property or whatever, like, get the hell out of here. <laughs> anyway. Um, so this one day, um, I honestly forgot what the exact issue was. But I was at school all day because of my other classes. But this one specific day, um, I had to go run and do something in between classes. And it was an hour gap, but I believe there was there was traffic on my way back. That wasn't normal. So I was late. I was maybe like a minute late to class. I just walk in and sit down. And then he starts calling roll. And then I don't hear my name. And I'm like, what the hell? So like, uh, what's it called? He's like, if you didn't ha- hear your name, um, come speak to me. And then I went up to him, and he's like, he's like, yeah, um, uh, it says here that um, we dropped you because you didn't show up on time. And Dude, like, what the fuck He didn't is even call shit. roll. Yeah, and think about that. It's only been a minute. Maybe I was two minutes late, but that's it. How in the hell did I get dropped that quick? I literally checked, like, the gateway for the school, and I'm like, Dude, where is that class? It straight up just says W. Damn, he must have that shit open, like, in class. 
Good lord. And I was, dude, I was. That's rough. Bro, when I tell you, when I tell you, I was sitting in class, literally staring at him in full hate. Like, I'm just like. I would have just left. You're not in the class anymore. Yeah. No, but my my blood was boiling. I was just in like shock at how yeah, like how do you stoop, even think like, properly after like I'm that? I'm I'm fully engaging in the class. This guy knows who the hell I am by now. <laughs> just go to the honestly. Just go just to admin. Cold blood. And I was just like, bro, I'm gonna go talk to the dean. Blah, blah. Yeah, I have to. You know exactly. what I did? I got all in my head and I just got so pissed. I just left the school and dropped every class and just did. Oh Damn. my god! I was dude. just like, dude, f this. I'm just gonna focus on money. That would probably be my reaction as well, bro. I I don't I think that w- that was the last time I was that pissed. Dude, I would have told that to the admin 100%. Because the fact that he dropped you from the class that quick, mm-hmm. like, he for sure had that just open, ready to go. Like, that is not cool. He didn't even call roll. Yeah. And it doesn't even matter Bro. how good his curriculum is. If he, dude, if he makes a move like that. I didn't, like, ta- I didn't take it in for me to even give him a reaction. I was just like, what? Like, what the fuck? Like, is your relationship with me, like, completely fucking fake like i don't get it you know what i mean yes it is yeah sounds like it and honestly i've had a lot of professors like that where they try to be all homie homie and then the second that you actually try to ask them for something they're like nope nope get the hell out of here yeah but yeah anyway. being great teachers yeah but that pissed me off dude and i hope to god that never happens to anyone because dude can you even do anything about it yeah you could have yeah, absolutely you, you complained to. about that if you went into a dean's office and said he dropped you out of the class before he even called for roll, I mean, he didn't even know if you were there yet. Like, he didn't even write down for yeah. attendance if and you made it. Because you thing. were technically on yeah. time at that and point. F- at that point, it was that was my second time being late, yes. Yeah. But you're supposed to mark me off, not drop me, because I wasn't absent. Yeah. You were very mm-hmm. present. You see how, like, so when I left, that's when all the thoughts started lining up, and I'm like, dude, this, this is pissing me off more. Like... He came to the conclusion, fuck this, like, I need dude, a year this guy hiatus either, like, from school. Hates me for no reason. Said, just... Said had the opportunity to piss off that teacher beyond belief and prove to admin that he's a piece of shit. And he, instead of that, he just said, fuck it, I'm out. Yeah. I don't I know. Mean, I don't know. You I have the just, option to rip him so a new asshole it, or just leave. I was you so over it. I mean, I've been, I've been angry like that during times in my life where it's just like tunnel vision. Like, nothing else exists yeah. but my fucking hatred for this for thing real, or dude, person. I swear to God, that's how it felt. It felt like the class was just, like, all just, like, just shut off, and the spotlight was on him, and I was just like, I am good. Dude, I want to punch you in the fucking face right now. Like, You know what's crazy? S- sometimes when I feel that, I find joy in that feeling. Mm-hmm. Because people, like, try to talk to me, and my eyes are just fucking glossed over. Like, I'm just like a tiger ready to hunt my prey. Yeah, I just I do not give a like, fuck about anything. Like, when we call him a simp? You fucking simp. You just. It's like you can see the fire in my yeah, eyes. Yeah, it's like, oh my God. Relax, dude. Drink drink some Pellegrino. I'm trying to remember another story or a story with a teacher that I had. And this lady, this teacher I had, like, pretended to be super, super woke, even though um, she was a. In, she was at an advanced age. <laughs> and she, she tried. Old. And she tried to be very woke and accommodating for people. And uh, this isn't the main, I mean, it's an issue I had with her for sure, but this wasn't what I was trying to think of. She said um, in the beginning of the year, she said, uh, and for any of the, this is a freshman course, by the way, like one of the bullshit ones you have to do at every college. Mm -hmm. Like even if you transfer in as a senior, you still need to take their version of that class. But 
She was like, uh, if any of the foreign exchange students need any more time with writing essays, because that's we did a lot of that in that mm -hmm. class, uh, for translation purposes, like you're more than welcome to take all the time you need. Just let me know in advance so I can mark it down as not incomplete or whatever. Mm -hmm. And then she pointed out a girl and was like, you, for instance, so-and-so, I forget her name. Let's just say um, Lindsay is her name. I don't remember. She's like, uh, yeah, you, Lindsay, like, if you need any more time, like, feel free to email me. Now, Lindsay is Asian, right? Lindsay has said nothing else in this class so far except her name when they called roll. Mm -hmm. Now. <laughs> you can tell this is going to go so sideways. This is so bad. This was literally like the first, because it was a three-hour class, and she said this within the first, I think, hour. Mm -hmm. So we had another two hours to marinate on oh what God. she on yeah. what she just said. Oh God! Dude. Or marinate. But um, she's like, "Yeah, Lindsay, if you need extra time with your essays, like you're more than welcome to." And Lindsay's response was beyond perfect. She just looked at her and said, "I'm from here," in plain English, and the teacher went whiter than she already was she was pale she did not have blood in her face after she heard that like Lindsay. Lindsay said i'm from here i was born in san clemente hey Lindsay, do you speak english yeah. dude that's dude so everybody bad. in the class was like what the fuck did she just say yeah, dude. and she was like i i didn't i didn't mean it like that i was just i'm sorry Oh my God! <laughs> just, just, just now go is home. that is that racist, or is that just a very shitty assumption? Oh it, well, it's a racist assumption. Yeah. That she can't speak English I just mean, based okay, on the yeah, fact yeah, yeah. that she's Asian. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Th do you think she had like, I don't know. Do you think it it was from a very hateful place? No, but she was a very hateful woman. Interesting. Not, but not in a not towards races per se. Mm -hmm. She hated um. Any, any thought that she believed was remotely like Republican and not liberal, she would go overly out of her way to like try and prove you wrong. What the hell? Okay. Or something like that. And I forget what we were talking about, what the context was, but it was something to do with Game of Thrones. And she was like trying to assert herself in a position of authority over me. Cause she was like, who in here loves Game of Thrones? And then like almost everybody raised their hand. It's a college, right? college class and then um i was like one of the few that didn't and she points at me and she pointed at me all the time because um whatever reason she just pointed at me and said why don't you like game of thrones and i said well personally it's not for me like it's just not my kind of show mm -hmm. that i enjoy really and she's like oh is it because the thought of having a powerful female protagonist like is threatening to you and in that moment i was like Oh, she's a bitch. Okay. I one of my friends like I turned around and like looked at my friends just like to see if that's actually what she said because uh, we were having a conversation about feminism at that point. She brought up Game of Thrones of all fucking shows. What? And so I turned around to like my one kind of friend, like my new friend I had in that class. I'm like, "Did you?" And she's like, <laughs> "Deal with this one, buddy." We're just everybody's like, "What the fuck?" And so I look at her and I say, "Uh, no, personally, Shows that have to get plot points across during rape scenes aren't really for me. <laughs> and I said, I don't know what female empowerment has to do with that, but Good if you want to explain it to me, I'm all ears. Good fucking point. <laughs> <laughs> She's 
he's just like you, Anglo-Saxon. <laughs> seriously, like oh all the time, constantly yeah. try to like berate me or other kids in the class for shit like that. Did those other kids happen to be white men? Some, yes. Okay. A few. Okay. It's very interesting. Yeah, she's just like, just like, a <laughs> get off my back, bitch. Stereotypical, <laughs> stereotypical man hater. Feminist, just a bitter over, woman, over, who, over the top feminist, a bitter woman who doesn't get fem- enough love in her life. Yeah. Well, we all know that there's no extremism in here because we live a very balanced. Are you? Are, I was gonna say balanced. Are you a supporter? I was of gonna balance nationalism. <laughs> yeah, dude, I'm a great supporter of balance. I wanted to finish that story on a lighter note, though. What? So I went to that, or I go to the school, right? And um, at the end of every semester. You have a teacher review portion, or uh, I forget exactly what they're called. Um, but uh, basically, you just write a review for the teacher, and you let them know how they're performing. Oh, teacher evaluation. There you Academic go. Academic Yelp review. And um, <laughs> and you give them like an evaluation, like were they engaging? Were did were what they t- or was what they were teaching like important to the actual subject or the core of the material? Blah blah blah, all that shit. But then, thank God, they have two free response sections at the bottom. <laughs> I wrote this woman such a long, th- ridiculously thought out paragraph. Like, yeah. actually multiple now that I think about it. It was like a small essay, really, of just yeah. like how I was disapproving <laughs> of her teaching methods. And um, I submitted that, and I'm like, I feel good. Hell yeah. Got all that like, shit off of my She'll life. read this, and she'll 100% know it's me, because it's exactly read like how I write my essays. Yeah. Right? And um, <laughs> I submit it. <laughs> I go into a different class that we have with the teacher that I really enjoy. Like sh- uh, this other teacher, she was a blessing, super nice, super accommodating. And I walk in and she's like, hey, um, I got a very, very negative review. No. <laughs> and she's no. like, I'm going to be honest, it reads exactly like one of your essays. Because it was an essay. It was an English class, the other one. And she's like, would that happen to be you? And I'm like, oh, fuck. You yeah. sent it to the wrong <laughs> yeah, yeah, That's actually what I said. I was like, fuck. yeah, that was me. She's like, did you? She's like, I don't mean to be personal. Like, She's like, I don't, un- she's like, I don't care how you think I ran the course, really. But like, just person to person. Is that really how you feel about me? And I was like, no, not at all. You are, yeah. you are honest. You made this semester worth it. For and you me. explained to her that it was the wrong. Yeah, thing. Okay. and I said that was completely for the wrong person. And I said, if the dean complain or somebody complains to you, send me an email. I'll write it out. I'll tell them you're the best teacher. All that stuff. She was like, oh, that's like, thank you. That genuinely made me upset. I'm like, I, w- I'm really sorry. I inconvenienced you. Goddamn yeah. effort in. To send it to the wrong Bro. teacher. And what so a, you know what I did as a, a response? Chance. I rewrote a different essay <laughs> for that go. teacher and submitted that shit. You won't get away with this Damn. fuckery. Nope. And that's... What a champ. Right? Yeah. That's... I don't know, man. That's funny. I like how it's just... Oh, fuck. Yeah, yeah that was <laughs> me. That was, <laughs> <laughs> can't believe this is happening right now. <laughs> Oh man! Did you have that thought though for a second? You were I like, felt so bad. You you were in like that moment. You were like, oh god, oh god, is this happening? 
that actually happened another time a couple semesters later Damn. where I wrote a review for a teacher that was really horrible. It's a four-page review. And um, once I submitted it... It's just, it, fuck just Literally, you. it's just, fuck your once life. I, once I submitted this other evaluation, I realized it was the wrong thing because, like, luckily for the service that we use, there's a, like, it'll have a list of all the classes um, that you still need to complete. And then we, um, that one was missing. I was like, or... Uh, the wrong class was missing. I was like, shit, I wrote this wrong review for the teacher again. So I went up to her and I'm like, hey, um, you're going to get a really <laughs> negative review about you. And it's going to be very harsh and probably hurt your feelings. And I apologize. That was not meant for you. I was meant for a different teacher. And she's like, once I see it, will I know? And I'm like, you'll 100% know. One, because I wrote the review for a man. Mm -hmm. And this was a woman teacher. <laughs> yeah, she's like, "Am I gonna laugh when I read it?" And I'm like, "I hope so." <laughs> oh, God. She's like, "Is it really brutal?" I'm like, "Yeah." She's like, "I'll yeah. love it then." All right. <laughs> Shot through the heart. Huh? You're to blame, darling. You give love a bad name. Copyright strike. All right. Can you get a copyright from that? No, nah, probably yeah. not. We, it was a really short portion of the song. Yeah, I did. Yeah. Now, the real, the real compliment is if we sang it well enough where they copyright strike us because they thought we were playing the song. That's a compliment. Oh, yeah. That's a flex Even though right we there. sound nothing like Bon, bon Jovi. Bon Jovi. <laughs> Speak for yourself. How's that fucker still alive, bro? Yeah, dude. <laughs> man, do you ever just like sit there in your room and you're just like, man, if there was only a ghost right now, that'd be sick. There was ever a ghost in my fucking room? Yeah, dude. Like you just no. Like, imagine, well, well, wait, hold imagine, up, hold up. Let's expand on this. Yeah, like you're, let's expand. Imagine you're on like Slim Jim's channel or like Scooby's page on Instagram. You're scrolling through, having a good laugh, right? It's dark in your room. The only thing that's lit is your is your phone. The only thing that's lit yeah. is the vibe. And all of a sudden, <laughs> you just lock your phone and then you you look up and then you see this ghost just go. <laughs> you're just like oh. Shit. Hello? What pass by you? Yeah, just pass in front of you. Like, oh, uh huh. Dude. You're just like, hello. Want to play Catan? And then all of a sudden, bam! Fool, you guys are. Homies. My first <laughs> response would not be hello. My first response really? would be get to get the fuck out of wait, the room. Is, really? Wait, is your yeah. first wait? Saeed's first response is, hello. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. My first hello. Is it me you're looking for? No, we're definitely gonna get a <laughs> copyright. <laughs> No. My first response is, I've been alone. In <laughs> no, start from the beginning. <laughs> you see a ghost in the corner of the room. He starts walking towards you. You just lift an Xbox or a PS4 controller. And he's like, oh, I shit, see. man. Hey, bro, he's like, you got 2K? Trying to hit the gulag? He's like, I died there for real. Yeah, no, dude. <laughs> Jesus. Yeah, would you guys ever try a Ouija board? Or a Ouija board? Whatever the hell you want to call it. You know, I'm on the fence with that. I definitely would, but then at the same time, I do believe that because there there's always that different kind of that one percent chance where you actually get a demon that follows you. Yeah, and uh, that's, that's you don't want to be that one percent at all because I heard it follows you around for the rest of your life. That's what some people or say. How about I follow the demon around? Oh damn! What <laughs> Just is throw some, motivational quotes every time. He's like, "Go away!" You're like, "No, <laughs> that's no." Some, that's some gentleman shit, dude. Persistence over everything. Where he's like, you see, you're great at your job, but only I'm better at it than you. And then he was spying oh, on him oh, the yeah. whole time. <laughs> <laughs> he was spying on the spy. And the dude's in the ghillie suit. <laughs> <laughs> just behind the bush. <laughs> that's, some, that's some OG. Yeah, that was down. Uh, yeah. Only I'm better.
better at it than you. That was oh, one of my damn. that was one of my favorite scenes in, in the, the whole other movie. Bush? That was dope. That was one of the funniest scenes in that whole movie. Yeah. Ouija board though. Yeah. I've I know a lot of people that have played it and I've heard some weird, crazy stories. And I actually found a really ancient one in Egypt. Do you have it? No, I don't have it. What the yeah, hell? Yeah, he's got this dude. thousand millennia year old Ouija board. <laughs> yeah. Just oh, let me grab it. It's in my car. I'd be like, fuck, let's yeah, play yeah. it right here on yeah. the pod. What, dude? Play that twelve point five million dollar preserved <laughs> Ouija board. <laughs> Ouija board. No, no. Um, but yeah, and it was behind bars, like rusty ass bars too. It was just like weird. I don't know, but you can see that it used to be the same template. It's just uh, the numbers look different. Wait, now that God, that raises creepy. a real question. What piece did they use to move around? And was there a piece of glass on there? I'm pretty sure it was a piece of... It was a rock. Oh, so it was just a rock that moved over the It was probably thing. a triangular rock or something. Because I was going to say, if they found the triangle-shaped piece with the the piece of glass in the middle, I'm like, holy shit, they figured out lenses in ancient Egypt. Oh, yeah, you're right. And then all they... No, had, wait. They with a Ouija board... Too. Is it just demonic spirits, or are there also benevolent spirits? There's good spirits. It's, it's just good. spirits. It's all, it's all spirits. So it depends on where you are. Yes. Exactly. I bet you, hmm. if these walls could talk, oh in God. this building, this, I mean, this building's old, like very, very old, so I wonder, you have to ask, has anybody died in here? There, I feel like somebody's old? died here. At least one. I mean, that's weird. When we moved in here, one of the walls was red. No, okay, it wasn't. It was blue. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, it, was, it, it does kind of leak blue. blood out of the corner over there. Yeah, that's, that's <laughs> I will true. tell you, walking through this building at night, like if you're alone, it's creepy. Going through, going through a hallway is like, yeah, uh, yeah, you're some, just some like, sus shit is about to go down. You like you're chilling, you know, you're just going about your way, you know, you're about to go to the bathroom, and then all of a sudden you hear something, and then you go, you barely move your eyes, and then you start to move your neck both ways, and then you're like. Hello. And then you hear off in the distance. Hello. <laughs> you're just like, like shit. You're you're like, we gotta go. Is it me you're looking for? <laughs> <laughs> well, like Russell Peters, you just hear just boo, boo. <laughs> the the Indian ghost. The Indian ghost. <laughs> oh my god, dude. That's what Russell Peters said. Yeah, that's one of his jokes. Oh yeah. my god. Boo. <laughs> Done, dude. Uh, oh God, man. What do you, you ever? Guys? Are there ghost videos from other countries? Of course. Yeah. Especially in the Middle East. There's actually a really? lot from Italy. Dude, really? the Middle Eastern ones are. Creepy. Oh, actually, yeah. You know, that's kind of a dumb question. I, I didn't even think about shit like that. You're right. Yeah. That was a pretty dumb question. Asshole. From me. <laughs> yeah, you fucking idiot. <laughs> <laughs> it was pretty low IQ of you. Well, I mean, I'm trying to remember who told me these stories about... It was somewhere in either, like, Syria or was it Saudi? I don't remember, but there's these caves Saudi. that you're not supposed to go into. Saudi. Caves. Do you know what I'm talking about? Mm -hmm. Was It It was either you or Omar that told me this story. It was probably Omar. Mm -hmm. probably Do you know what I'm talking about, though? I know those can you caves because I hear a lot about them from, like, family that lives there. Can you tell, Yo, like, a, can you tell, tell the story if you know it um, off the top one, of your head? One of the things... That, well, it's not really a story, but it's just, like, more of, like... It's like a it's lore. Been witnessed. It's like a common lore. Yeah, it's been witnessed or like something that commonly happens there is like um, you walk in and then apparently you can see the other side, right? So there's like another light through the other tunnel or same tunnel. Um, and then like as you're walking through, for example, 
um, you'll instantly just get like really hot and then all of a sudden get really cold, like shivering. Right. Hmm. And it would only be between like a certain area. And then, and if people are walking out while you're walking in, you'll see them, you'll acknowledge them. Like you'll memorize their face, whatever on the way out, you'll see them again. Apparently. So the, the, apparently the place like mirrors things. I don't know how true that is. Listen, hmm. that sounds like a glitch in the matrix. You're in Saudi thing. Arabia in the desert, and you're walking through a cave. Yeah, it's already you're off, you're off to a good start. Okay, yeah. <laughs> you're up but for again, spooky shit. <laughs> you got to remember these are myths or people claim they've witnessed it. Yeah, you know. But I wouldn't be surprised if it was true. I wouldn't. I don't know, but I'm about it. I like that kind of stuff. That fear that comes along. We with should it. do an entire deep dive, or maybe not like a deep dive, but a segment on the next podcast where we talk about like myths or like scary stories or myths from other cultures no, 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 no. outside the u.s dude i'm down that we would should, be so we should cool vlog our trip to these places yeah out and and experience the myths for ourselves i want to go in deep if you want to go somewhere really <laughs> scary just go down to go deep i want to go, go deep. deep in the in the bayous of louisiana you're gonna <laughs> the, see some real spooky stuff going on down there yeah louisiana's but, a creepy place very scary oh <laughs> dude these are so scary <laughs> Dude, where are you getting hey, this from? Man, I'm petrified right now. Dude, what the hell? <laughs> no, but I've always wanted to go to like an abandoned uh, insane asylum or hospital. I'm down. I'll take you. I've been to like... The one place in LA? There's LA. There's Santa Fe Springs. There's Whittier. There's La Mirada. There's Huntington Beach. Sanatorium. Oh, the thing is, the homeless people, to. police, security guards and stuff. Yeah, well, squatters police. are... The, the main reason I don't go to those or like would want to go to one is just for the fear of a squatter yeah. i don't want to get stabbed yeah that's or shot. that's my main thing mm. but then I, then again people are like do it for the journey man bro it's all what about if the you lessons. get stabbed it's part of the story sorry <laughs> well if you're dead there's no story to tell so. exactly well at least someone else for is you up the story that's that's what <laughs> that's what's happening if you're dead <laughs> someone's telling a story the guy that stabbed i don't want to be known as the guy who got stabbed by a fucking squatter yeah all right okay fine or what about you know the stories that creep me out the most mm -hmm. like they're squatter stories but they're like squatters that people didn't even know were inside their own home for years oh god those are the ones that are like ooh, 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 ooh. yes like this one kid um apparently this was a story i saw on reddit i think mm -hmm. This kid, um, when he was like 10 years old, he started noticing that like things in his house were just a little off. <sighs> like for instance, um, one day he was like downstairs and he was in the kitchen, went to go to the bathroom, came back and one of the cabinets was just like barely left open. Like it looks like somebody opened it and closed it and then it bounced back, but he's like, I knew it was closed in mm -hmm. that moment. Or like uh, another time he was home alone upstairs in his room and they have a basement. And um, all of a sudden he just heard a door downstairs close. Oh. And he figured it was the wind, right? Yeah. Because it's it's an open kind of drafty-ish house. Yeah. And, you know, just one of the doors closed. Whatever. You know, scary sound to hear when you're alone, but nothing to really be that alarmed about, right? Didn't hear any footsteps or anything. One day goes down into the basement because his mom asked him to grab something right mm -hmm. whatever no he doesn't he doesn't know anybody's living there he has no idea no yeah. idea so he's walking around in there and he grabs the thing that he needs and he looks on the ground and there's a candy wrapper not the biggest thing to be alarmed by maybe somebody's doing whatever maybe right because i think it was one of those basements you could kind of hang out in and if i remember the story correctly and then he was just 
walking up the stairs and he heard like movement and he's not even outside like at the top of the stairs like he's still in the middle of the stairs and he looks down and there is a shadow figure of a man that's like probably six four ish he described just standing there looking up at him i'm what dipping yeah i'm dipping yeah that kid <laughs> Goodbye. hauled ass out of the out of the um basement closed the door and he thought he was crazy and nobody would take him seriously. So he just kept his mouth shut about it. That's even creepier than like a ghost or some apparition yeah. or some shit. Two years go by. Two years oh, since shit. the incident. Turns out there was a dude that kept creeping into the house through a crawl space underneath or crept or kept crawling into the basement through a crawl space that's underneath the house. It's one of those elevated houses. Yeah. Oh, God. Through like a little spot that he could crawl in got into the basement and then there was like a hiding space that he could like a whole little addition in the basement that's like behind a hidden door behind some furniture that's where he lived for like anywhere from three to five years yeah living in this wow. person's basement some just free coming rent. and going without anybody knowing oh my god and when the whole family was gone whole shower whole kitchen whole everything Bad. give that man a prize Give that man a prize, but that's creepier than anything paranormal. Right? Yeah, that's Six way creepier. Four? What the hell? Or they, I mean, that's how the kid just just tall, very, very tall. Like, you know, mm. like a tall man. Not not no like six foot tall, but like over that. That is nuts, dude. That is not cool. That would make you that's like having trust issues with your with your house. Yeah. Like you're just you can't live. The real question you can't is live anywhere. why did that guy even step out to look? I don't know. That's the weirdest part of the story to me. Hmm. He's like, I'm here. You know I'm here now. Like, this is something you have to deal what, with. Why did the kid not mention this? Because he thought that if he told everybody, they'd just be like, ah, you saw something in the basement. Oh, uh, yeah. Uh, hey, honey, check this out. That was like he his whole logic he... for it. Yeah, no. That... Hey, dumbass, that would be something to mention to your family. Right. Yeah. So, speaking of mentioning things to your family, uh, the 2 a.m. podcast. Uh-huh. Episode... Number 46. Uh -huh. Thank you, you very much do. for joining us once again. Yes. And Saeed, would you like to do the final remarks? Yeah, you know where to find us. YouTube, subscribe, like, please, at officially 2 a.m. We are now posting videos, as you can see. Um, follow us on anchor.fm and Spotify and Apple Podcasts and many more. YouTube. Yes. Like, comment, and subscribe. See you next time. Peace. Peace.